some of that really weird pink soap and wash up. You're listening to Polygonometry. Why is it pink? This is a family podcast where each week I sit down with a member of my seemingly infinite family and we talk about what it's like washing your hands with that goop that comes out of the faucet into the tub in that Ghostbusters movie. Uh, There's only a few people that just barely got that reference and they're all from Pinesdale. Anyway, if you guys have any questions or comments or concerns or anything like that, send them in. I'm willing to be yelled at. It's totally cool. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook and we also have a Gmail reach out with it, whatever you have. And I'm built, um, I'll be more than happy to hear what you have to say, but this week's episodes are going to be featuring one of my most favorite human beings. Her episode is pretty lengthy. And so I figured, you know what, let's split it into two, make things a little bit easier for everybody. Uh, it's a lot easier to listen to something if it's an hour and a half long, as opposed to three hours long. So that's what I decided to do. Throwing you guys a little bit of a bone, but anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the two episodes that I have with my little sister. I'm like kind of nervous. You're nervous? Yeah, why are you why. nervous? I don't know. Dude, it's me. I know. No, it's not because of you. It's because of like being recorded, I guess. I don't know. Is it just the, the fact that you can hear your own voice in your own headphones and stuff? I don't know what it is. It's just kind of the like lights I got the... butterflies for some reason. Yeah, butterflies, dude. Yeah. You're talking to your to your brother like it's it's me. Yeah, that's really funny. Like I don't feel any nerves at all. I know. I know you don't. Yeah. <laughs> You've been doing this. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. No, I just I'd like any sort of like video of me working out or anything that I have to like record myself. I'm like. You're like, why are you so like, I don't know. Because you did this. I don't know. <laughs> like, what is that? Just like, get butterflies for some reason. So do you like, when you're doing your workout video stuff for, um, for, do you do like demonstration videos like yeah, on your like, Instagram and stuff? And not on my Instagram, really. That's more just like, look at what I did today. But for BirthFit, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what is BirthFit? BirthFit is, is like fitness for pregnancy, um, prenatal, uh, while you are pregnant and then after you have the baby postpartum, uh, BirthFit kind of premises itself off of like four pillars. So you have, I'm going to butcher this, but like connection is a big one of them. Fitness, um, endurance, I think is one of them and mindfulness. There's a, there's a bunch of different ones. Um, not a bunch, four of them. Fitness, nutrition, mindset, and connection. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Okay. Thanks. Um, thanks, Google. Okay. So you do basically like, I definitely have seen like an uptick in like mom fitness. Yeah. Well, it's really important. Oh yeah. No, it's not to say that it isn't. It's just that like, I think a lot more people are doing it now as opposed to earlier. Cause dude, mom never did fitness stuff. No. When we (laughs) like, it's not to say that like mom is like someone who doesn't take care of herself because she does, but it's just like. Could you imagine our mom being pregnant with either of us in that time frame in the early nineties and like oh, doing God. like fitness stuff? No. I like well, Pilates. The fact that I taught mom how to do a lunge. I oh, like yeah. I, I know for a fact she didn't do anything while she was. Well pregnant. yeah, no, and it's just not it's I not, mean maybe. She probably went on walks. Well yeah, and she was on the track team and stuff, but like it's not she like wasn't she wasn't on the track team when she was pregnant. Oh I know, but was, <laughs> but what I'm saying 
Of course she wasn't. No, she didn't have us when she was 14. It was four years later. <laughs> no, uh, like, I know that mom is aware of, like, her body and how to do certain actions. It's not like she's yeah. a complete dunce when it comes to exercise, right? And she married dad, so it's like... Yeah, she enjoys the physical fitness. Side yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, it's not to say that she doesn't know how, but it's just so weird to think of mom in, like... In, in the early 90s, it was definitely like a matching windbreaker oh, outfit. Yes. Like that I kind of thing. Those. Like giant glasses. There's a guy that comes to our gym that wears matching windbreakers. Really? Every day. Dude, what a badass. I know. He smells like shit every day. Does he? <laughs> <laughs> it bothers me really bad. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to edit that out and have you lose a client. <laughs> That's okay. He's not my client. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> He's not my client. Um, I think the reason that it's becoming more of a thing now is because the the basis of what like pregnancy should have been was I'm not trying to be political or anything but men created what pregnancy should look like mm. for women because okay. because it was a male doctor that said uh. women need to be induced they need to be drugged they need to be sedated and then we can pull the baby out of them and then they can go home that's basically what pregnancy and birth was like for women back in the day get back to making me a sandwich exactly asap exactly. hey Baby, hey here we go this takes too much time there there is actually <laughs> it, it is it's like that's the reason that like c-sections are always scheduled it's like yeah if i can put this birth on a schedule and get that surgery done and out i can bust out 10 of them in a day good to go the ladies can recover in their own time which takes a long time to recover because when yeah. you get a c-section you're cutting through eight layers of muscle and tissue damn yeah it's really sorry mom <laughs> yeah and i mean if it's what you need for your pre like for your birth and for your pregnancy and for your baby's health and for your health then by all means do it but like yeah of course always but it's just unfortunate that it was kind of dictated by um the medical world rather than the woman who's actually the patriarchal created. medical world yeah ah. yeah there was a i can't remember the doctor's name um but he basically said that pregnancy um, was an illness and uh, <laughs> like a condition of the mind. Um, Wait, it's all in your head and your uterus? Yep, it's like you're having a baby. All That's your, so stupid. It, it goes back to that kind of like women in hysteria, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, like the, the I, or something about, for some reason I think when you say that, I think about like the witch trials and how they're like, they're manic, but it's like, kind no, of. they're like horny. yeah. Yeah, like they just really want to get off. Like that's all it is. <laughs> They're like sexually frustrated. Yeah, that's and so amazing. and so the same thing with birth and and th birth through history is just kind of. Um, I'm surprised that there aren't like, I don't know. There should be a lot more people in the world because a lot of babies died and a lot of women died just because of how the births were being handled. And a lot of that is said to do with like the lack of technology and um, medical understanding. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. And yeah, like the, the technology has advanced so much and the level of knowledge that we have about human physiology and biology yeah. has gone exponentially, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to sound like I have my head up my ass because I know about this stuff because I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it just and, seems like that way, you know? Yeah. And like, to be honest, like I've never had a baby. I've never been pregnant. I don't really know about it for myself either, but I have studied it. You know, you and I have it. that in common. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I've, st I've studied it though. And and then when fitness comes into term with it as well, people yeah. are like, oh, you're pregnant, you're not allowed to move, don't do anything. Dude. Like, 
it's like, no, you can do everything. Like yeah. you're growing a fucking human. Like you're going through the most athletic thing in your life, which means you can definitely go for a run if you want. Oh, easy. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. No. And <laughs> yeah, it's, do you, I'm assuming that like while you were doing your like certifications with the, this kind of stuff that like you have heard about, um, what doctors were saying like in the middle 1800s <laughs> about pregnant women being on trains. Have you heard what? about that? No. Oh my God. <laughs> no, what? Dude. Okay. So I only know a very rudimentary understanding of what happened, but essentially from what I know, and I might be completely wrong about this, but like from what I know is like medical experts at the time when the train was like this thing, mm -hmm. right? When we like connected east and west at promontory port in utah like all that stuff the golden spike shit yeah right <laughs> okay yeah. so when trains were being used as not only just like moving stock and goods but like people yeah the medical experts were like no if you're pregnant you can't go on the train because the forces enacted on the your momentum body is gonna affect <laughs> yeah it's gonna like your baby's gonna get knocked around like a pinball like it's not gonna happen oh, it's gonna come God. out with like a mushed face and a flat nose and a dented in head because okay. your uterus is like yeah dude that's what they thought well that's not the case um babies are resilient and so the womb is also very cushy and sweet for the yeah baby, that's you what know? it's for it's yeah. literally the most nurturing environment to exist. That's why that's why you get people that are crushing up their placentas and eating them. It's because that's the Dude, does that actually happen? Yeah, you can turn it into pills. So you, you keep the placenta after you have the baby. Okay. You let it dry. And I'm sure that there's like a like sanitary process for it. No, you put it in the uh, smoker like jerky. <laughs> put it on the, on the Traeger. <laughs> yeah, put it on the Traeger grill. Yeah. No, but you can got crush this, it up. <laughs> I got this new placenta rub. Oh, fuck. That's <laughs> Dude, what if they had placenta rubs? Like Traeger made placenta rubs that smell like the hospital that you had your kid at. Mm, I don't know. So, <laughs> nope. You know what? I, you know. You know why that's a nope for me is because of oh, that chloroseptic spray that we used to have for sore throats. Yeah, and that was like that's what hospitals must taste like. I work in a hospital and it's pretty close to that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. why would you ever want like a natural, beautiful, nurturing thing to smell like that? Well, I don't know. Memories and stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Because <laughs> you want to be really taken back by the smell oh, <laughs> to that time where you shoved a, a human out of your vagina. God, what a feat. I'm so excited for that day. Dude, Someday? That is, that, that's honestly like childbirth is probably the most mind-blowing thing to me it's incredible Dude, i've watched it i've watched it with my own eyes i've helped to push the legs back to increase the yeah i've, I've seen the whole thing it's amazing it is Dude. the most mind-blowing powerful you talk you want to feel something be in the room when there's a baby coming into the world it Dude, is crazy that is so wild to me it's so awesome i am i am beyond excited for anybody that's pregnant i'm just like i I love you. Dude, that's, that's so, so awesome. That's so cool. I can't wait. I cannot wait until that's that awesome. is my turn. Yeah, I don't have that privilege. <laughs> no, but I'm sure someday when you have a child of your own, you'll kind of... Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll be understand there. ...understand that. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? One, two, seven? How 25? many kids? Yeah. Oh, dude. 
the thought of me having kids right now, like, sends shivers up my spine. Really? <laughs> yeah, because, like, I'm a mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I definitely should not be having children because of my mental state of mind. Also. Yeah, so, like, I, I want to make sure that I'm not bringing a child into the world that I'm not prepared for because mm-hmm. that's responsible. Yeah. But then also there's the people when I say that, obviously, they're like, oh, you'll never be ready to have kids. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but I want to be as ready as I can. Yeah. You know, like, hey financially stable yep. with steady income in a career that you'd not only love and enjoy, but see progression in of a partner that loves you and appreciates you. And you have a good relationship with each other and you're both ready. Like mm-hmm. that's obviously what I want. And we're just not there yet. No. And I'm, I'm not there yet either. Like Tristan and I have talked about that multiple times where we're like, man, as much fun as it would be and as much love that would be and grow and cultivate in our life. Yeah. Just shouldn't happen at the moment. Yeah. It's um, kind of tough. But I did just find out, I told you this earlier, one of my friends yeah. um, is pregnant and we were having this conversation over the phone and it was really cool to see her because she's not prepared. She's She wasn't expecting it. It was not planned. Surprise, was, huh? Yeah, a surprise. But babies, they come. Like, I'm a big believer in spiritual, all of that crap. Like You believe in spiritual crap. Yeah. The holy crap. The the holy crap. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I believe in the holy crap. And, you know, babies come when they're meant to. Yeah, they, I believe they in get the holy crap. That's that's going to be a polygonometry t-shirt. I believe in the holy crap. There you go. That's good. I like that. I anyway. want one. I get a free one. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> it's, you, you, you came up with it. You can design it, too, so it's cool. cool. I would love to. Um, no, I think like baby, babies are going to show up when they show up and there's nothing you can do. Yeah. About it. I think I genuinely think that there's like a spiritual connection between a mom and their child. That would make and sense. I think that the child picks the mom. Oh, really? And I, I think it's, I don't know if it's like a, on the other side of the realm or whatever you want to call it, where babies okay. are like flipping through binders of like parents. Let's you know, see. Do I want to be white? Exactly. It's. It, I don't. Blue eyes. But I also believe in a little bit of like that. Um, what is it called? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Pre-existence. Like, no, no, no. When you're, you're like reborn into something like recreation. Oh, <laughs> reincarnation. Reincarnation. That's Jesus what I'm Christ, to say. dude! You, you were, you came so close to saying what you wanted to without <laughs> actually saying it. That's the closest I've ever seen anybody do that before. <laughs> I don't know, okay. like when you like you're reborn, it's like <laughs> I don't know, it's almost like you're like brought back as something else. I couldn't think. Okay, you know, like this weird incarnation. Like if you did that again, like what would I it be? I believe in reincarnation. All right. Um. So, in a previous life, sure. maybe a mom and a daughter were okay. the same, and they come into it again, or maybe there was a dog and her puppy, and now they're humans, or a plant and its seed, and now they're humans, or or okay, there's so many different things that it could be, but I do I believe that there's like different souls and different spirits that are meant to be dude have you watched soul like the new pixar movie i haven't yet dude you You fucking love it you told us to watch it the other night it's so dude it's so good it's so good like i like i honestly don't think it's i mean it is easily easily it's not to say that the pixar movies don't deal with adult themes Mm -hmm. right not like you know porn (laughs) (laughs) but like (laughs) definitely not (laughs) but like you know, very mature types of questions that they're 
asking and answering and, you know, very mature conversations and dialogue and writing and that kind of stuff. And like depictions of various concepts, Mm -hmm. like dude, soul is easily the most mature Pixar movie, hands down. That's awesome. Like I was sitting there like, whoa. I mean, it's not like only, helping you with things that you. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not to say that Woody and Buzz and their relationship doesn't help. Yeah, or no, whatever. Or but like you about friendship. Exactly. Yeah. So like this, because I mean, each Pixar movie has kind of a little bit of like a theme. You know, mm-hmm. like that's the whole thing about Toy Story is like you've got a friend in me, right? Yeah. Or whatever. And, and that kind of thing. But like with Soul, it deals with like your purpose in life mm. and like who you are. And like what that means and how you find it and the way that they tell the story and the vocal performances are so good. Dude. Is it a musical? Um, no. Well, it kind of is. Like the subject matter has a lot of music influence. Okay. Um, because the main character is a jazz teacher. Like he's oh, a middle school band okay. teacher. I think we actually maybe we watched like the opening scene too. You it. might have seen like the trailer or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, it's so good. It is honest. It's so, so great. And I mean, I won't give anything away, obviously, but like the the type of jokes that they have, they, I mean, like they're super highbrow, but still relatable in mm. a way. But if you're not paying attention, you can still kind of like understand that it's like, oh, this is a joke. Ha ha. Funny, okay. funny. But if you well, like, it's for kids. So well, yeah, it's for kids. It, so yeah. But like sense. if you listen, if you like listen to what they're saying, like word for word, like the script and what they're saying in the dialogue, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's actually really intelligent. Yeah. I loved it. Well, I loved yeah, it. I'll have to, I'll have to watch it for sure. Yeah. Um, we were talking about babies. Yeah. We were talking about. Oh, thank you so much. How many kids you want to have someday? Oh yeah. <laughs> I would say. Did that simultaneously. That was cool. No, I didn't even open mine. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, got, dude, I, I got, hear two of me. That's why. <laughs> I got, yeah, dude. Wow. We did it at the same time. How crazy is that? Um, no, uh, I would say, I think of what like mom and dad went through with having four. Yeah. And what I remember and the struggles and the fun parts and everything else. I think four is a, the max I would go. Yeah. I don't think I would be able to I mean, it's, it's so stupid to say like, I want this many. Cause I think I could handle this many when yeah. I don't have kids of my own. So I don't know. Well, no. And there's like no telling what's going to happen or who. Oh, like, exactly. Yeah. So, but when I were, if I were to do that, mm-hmm. then I would say no less or no more than four. Yeah. I'm going to stick with one. I want like, like one pregnancy. Like <laughs> I'm, I don't know if this is the good way to look at it or not, but like, because it is such an incredible thing that you're doing with your body, I think I only need to experience it once. Like, Damn. I think if I were to train for a marathon, I would only need to do one. Do one marathon. Yeah. Or Instead like if, of have be have that be your hobby. Yeah. Like, like I want to. <laughs> like polygamous women, their hobby is getting pregnant. Oh God. <laughs> Honestly, for some of them, right? Yeah. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Um, it's like pump, um, out. Yeah. It's, uh, get yeah. them out of you. Get them in you. Get them out. Get them out. Ugh. <laughs> But seriously, though, like that's kind of seems to be what the thing is. Yeah. Replenish and populate the earth. Yep. That's Jesus. Create God's army, right? Yeah. Because we need an army because God needs one because he's all powerful. <laughs> cool. Yeah. It doesn't really make much sense. Um, yeah. I, I think just one. 
I don't know. I want to do a lot of different things with my body. Like I would like to run a marathon someday. I would like to do a bodybuilding competition someday. I'd like to do powerlifting someday. Maybe I think that would be powerlifting. Really cool. Dude, that'd yeah, be dope. Why not? You know, like your, your body, it's a human body and you only have for what we know one life to live it. So why not try and do a bunch of cool stuff with it? You know? Yeah, no, I agree completely. No, it's fine. You can leave it on. It's okay. okay. Yeah. No, with the AC on, it's not going to be terribly distracting. Hopefully not. If you're listening and you're like, what the fuck was that AC turning on? Then (laughs) go, (laughs) go, go fuck yourself. It's just, (laughs) it's just air conditioning. Like cool it, cool your jets. Cool them jets. Yeah. No, I would say, yeah. So you're talking about uh, bodybuilding and your human body. I don't know. I just, I think it's cool. Like that you can do so many different things with your body. So why not? Why not give it a try? Yeah. And obviously like if you have uh, injuries or some sort of medical condition or, 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 or all of the different things that humans can experience and you can't do something, don't do it. But yeah, of course. I mean, there's our limitations. Yeah. And, and do what you like to do also. Don't just feel like you have to do everything because everybody yeah. else does it. No, that makes sense. And that's what's actually like, cause you're, cause you are doing the personal training stuff and you're doing the birth fit and everything. Have you seen like a. I don't know, like a bad part or a bad side of the fitness industry? Oh, yeah. The body dysmorphia. Tristan and I talk about this where um, we are both really healthy people. Yeah. um, But we still deal with obsessing almost over going to the gym. Sure. Where it's like it, it is a... Uh, a mental break for us. Um, it's an antidepressant for us. It's, sure. it's an easily, it's so easy to get addicted to it. Oh yeah. And especially when you start to see changes in your body where you go from like maybe looking a little flat to then you're getting a little bit more muscle and now you can start to see striations in veins and then you're like, damn, I need to go every single day because I like looking at myself. Yeah. It's, you're getting that kind of like dopamine, serotonin, you're getting that nice high from those emotions. Yeah. The endorphins. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's addicting for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely saw that. Well, I mean, when I was competing in college and stuff, it was definitely like that. I mean, it mm-hmm. was the only thing I cared about. I, yeah. could, I could give less of a shit about school. Yeah. And I didn't. <laughs> like, I mean, my grades tanked, but it wasn't like I was, yeah. you know, failing out and stuff. I did fail a few classes, but like, I mean, it's still, I mean, it was the only thing that I cared about. It was just like what I wanted and nothing could get in my way you know like yeah. I was pumping out 90 mile weeks and like that kind of stuff it's just you know it sucks but say la vie yeah and I think part of the fitness industry too right now because fitness is so in like a huge uh, it's in the forefront of social media everybody's getting on their fit train everybody's an influencer or a model or this or this or this like yeah I, I don't know about other people's feeds and obviously like whatever you follow is what you're going to see. But yeah, it's basically um, just gorillas fighting sharks. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. My They're, social media feed. Oh, your social media feed is gorillas fighting sharks. That's I mean, all you mostly, I mean, I mean, could, could, I know we're going to get back to what we were talking about earlier, but just think about this for a minute. Like if you, if both were amphibious, a gorilla versus a shark, like how, how, how fast would you pay money to see that? Because for me, it would be maybe like two, three tenths of a second Dang. to spend money on that and to I see that really, happening. I like gorillas. Me too. I think I want the gorilla to win. I think I'd want the gorilla to win, 
But your money is going to be on the amphibious shark? I don't know because it's... But the, an amphibious gorilla. Okay, but that's kind of taking the gorilla off of its own playing field. You know what I mean? So it's like giving the shark the home the like the home field. Yeah, I'd have to find a neutral spot exactly. on the beach where they are they're alternating between the sand and the and the and the waves. Like they have to go like six rounds, like three in each. Yeah, All three right. in each. Still got the gorilla then. And then whoever has the advantage, because they need to have seven in order to make it even. Yeah. Yeah. Then whoever has the most wins, gets to have the disadvantage at the seventh round. Do you think they're getting down into the wrestling positions, like on all fours? Well, yeah, with a shark, he's definitely getting on on all fours (laughs) of his pectoral fins and his tail. You know what I mean, though? But if he was amphibious, yeah, he would have, like, frog legs. Could you imagine a shark with frog legs, Then the shark is going to win. But, but, okay, but, 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 put a a couple fins on On a a gorilla. gorilla? Dude, and gills? A gorilla with gills? Yeah, there you go. Gillzilla, dude? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a really bad action movie. Yeah. That'd be that'd be awesome to watch. <laughs> just for purely the fact that it's just so horrible. Okay, so anyway. The fitness about, industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about uh the bad side of it. Yeah, it's just it's just a bunch of fake people. A bunch of it a lot of it is a bunch of fake people. A lot of it is people that are trying to change their life, and then a lot of it is people that are just trying to create a little bit of a lifestyle for themselves that's gonna maintain their happiness and their health sure and i think I guess that's the no, happy yeah spot. There's, there's definitely nothing wrong with that no taking care of yourself is not a bad thing yeah yeah and i've been a, like it's been a part of my life for a really really long time yeah like like field day the 50 yard dash dude field day to me is i mean it was a piney nfl draft it, every it really, year like between what was it 600 yards was it that that was that was, that a, was a long, that was a long so, distance race. yeah there was the 200 there's the 400 and there's the 600 yard run yes and then the 50 yard dash and then the 50 yard dash long jump long jump high jump basketball shoot accuracy throw balance beam walk obstacle course lawn darts Dude, I ball the throw balance beam once frisbee toss right on my crotch I thought that I broke something. Wait, on the balance beams <laughs> yeah. at Pines Academy, you yeah. thought you like totally split I, yourself in yeah, half? Oh yeah, I was like <laughs> tears out of breath, like knocked the wind out of me from below. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Dude, those balance beams are terrorizing. Yeah, and, and they I, are not. Well, I mean, they're smooth enough, but like not on the sides. So if no. you like smack your, you and if know, you, if it's a summertime and you're wearing shorts, you get slivers oh, on your inner thighs, up towards the top. Yeah, and a bruised <laughs> pubic symphysis, and you're just fucked for a couple days. Pubic symphysis. <laughs> yeah. You got a Smurf waffle now. Yeah. <laughs> but like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so yeah, like no field day was like. Yeah, I mean, it was just basically, I mean, you had the kids who were good at everything, right? Just like oh, always, yeah. just like every elementary school, you have the athletic kids and the non-athletic kids, but I'm sure that you had this in your class, in my class even, even for how tiny it was, there was always someone who had like a specific skill that just smoked everybody in it. Yeah. And it was kind of inexplicable. Like, I remember... I'll tell you off the air because I don't want to like bleep. Well, actually, I can just bleep out his name. It was uh, mm. he and I. We won the balloon toss one year I'm out of surprised. nowhere. Like 
And it's not like he and I are non-athletic, either no. of us, especially in like fourth grade. No, you're vibing. Yeah. I mean, we're scrappy, malnourished, piney kids. Like, we're going to be scrappy. The key to the balloon toss is catching gently. Well, yeah. And so what we did is we asked if we can use our shirts to kind of like billow it out, but that was against the rules. Mm. So um, we basically like said, like, spread your fingers out as far as you can and then like try to catch it in your stomach Mm -hmm. and then like protect it and twist your hands around it. Yep. Worked like a charm, dude. It got that blue star. Nice. Yeah, dude. See, you had only boys in your class, right? 11 boys, no girls. Okay, so we had 13 boys, 9 girls, I think is what it was. Okay, yeah. It might be opposite. I can't remember. So you literally had twice as many kids in your grade that is in my grade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I didn't really care what the boys did. I don't know. That's not my concern. I knew, like, like, a couple kids that were fast. Oh, yeah. And there was a couple kids that were strong. Yeah. But me and man... I had to kick her ass. I had to. <laughs> I had to win. I yeah. had to be better. But yeah, so you've no. been competitive from a very young age, and I think yeah. that's definitely instilled. Like you still see remnants of that. Yeah. From because like our generation is like having kids now, and you know a little bit the the people who are a little bit older than us, their kids are going through the same stuff mm-hmm. for field day and everything, or whatever they call field day now, because it's not really as it's not what it used to be for sure. Um, it's kind of despicable, to be honest, comparatively speaking. I don't even want to go. I did because I needed help when last year, and it was actually a pretty good time. But anyway, uh, yeah, so, like, those kids now are, like, showing the competitive spirit that I, if I know their parents, I'm like, oh, yeah, you definitely got that from your mom or your dad. Like, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I can't wait. That's another thing I'm excited for, to have kids. For athletics? Not just athletics, just to see what they're good at and what they suck at. <laughs> what do you think, or what do you want your kid to be good at? Everything. Okay, yeah, okay, so like, nail it down, specific. <laughs> like how, okay, um, so let, here, I'm going to give you a situation. You have a kid, all right? Girl. Okay. Okay, little girl. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have a little girl, and she is so passionate about, like, something that is a little bit unorthodox. Like, she is... She's not a horse girl, right? Okay. She's a train girl. Mm. She just loves locomotives. What then? Hell yeah, let's buy her a fucking choo-choo Hell train. yeah, that's the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if, no, if, she, if she's into choo-choo trains, <laughs> if she's into choo-choo trains or locomotives or whatever you want to call them, well, they then... Co- they, become, they go from choo-choos to locomotives well, as, you get, as she gets older. Hopefully, she is uh, applied enough to, like, build locomotives inside glass bottles like they do ships that'd be sick yeah that'd be so dope or maybe she becomes a locomotive mechanic or uh what do you call the captain of the choo-choo train (laughs) (laughs) the conductor yeah (laughs) (laughs) you were so desperate in asking me what the answer to your question was (laughs) that's incredible yeah (laughs) come on help me out here um (laughs) But yeah, no, that's definitely the right answer because the reason why I asked you that is I definitely feel as though that there are some parents that we grew up around that wanted their kids to be certain things. Yeah. Uh, Whether they're I, living yeah. vicariously through them. I mean, that's not just, you know, and exclusive obvi- to Pinesdale, well, but. Obviously, like I want my child, my future child to be able to like apply themselves to everything sure. and at least give it a try. Yeah. You know, it's like. If they just fucking love trains, 
but they're like sitting on the floor during PE class. It's like, okay, like I get it. Your kid's a furry. What do you do? Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> if my kids are furry, I hope they don't tell me about it. <laughs> that's that's okay. my answer. <laughs> so now what I'm trying to find, now what I'm trying to find is where is a line? There's a line between trains and furry. <laughs> okay. Uh, so your kid is into trains. Okay. So remove trains and remove furry. So furry is like, okay, don't tell me about it, but you're still, are you, okay. So your kid's a furry. <laughs> Your tiny little girl, your sweet little girl is, go- is a this furry. This is crossing boundaries for me right now. Okay, <laughs> I'll keep going. So, <laughs> so your little girl's a furry and you see the signs, okay? At what point do you turn to her and say, whatever you're doing, just be safe. Keep your hormones to yourself. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, so when I was going to school at UVU, mm-hmm. I was in a human sexuality class. Best classes in college. Okay. Easily. But <laughs> this is a class full of Mormon couples. In Orem, Utah. In Orem, Utah. <laughs> and I am a single freshman in college that did not wait for marriage. <laughs> so I understand what the professor is trying to get across. And we're talking about fetishes. Oh. And how fetishes come from childhood experiences. Yeah. So if my kid's a furry, I'm concerned for my animals. Seely. <laughs> and I are- think... And I think that they need maybe a little bit of, um, I don't want to say therapy as in like therapy to change them, but therapy so they can understand where their emotions are coming from and how to to do it safely. Ah, okay. Yeah. Like I'm, if you want, if you do, you do, you do whatever you want, (laughs) like do whatatever you want. Just just do it safely. Okay. All right. So like I said, there's a line between furries and trains. Uh, Trains, fine. Yeah, build them in a bottle. Go for it. Furries, don't tell me about it. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm trying to think of something in between there. Um, Okay. Uh, They're into horses. Like, how into horses? They're galloping on all fours and whinnying and neighing when they're 16. Therapy. (laughs) (laughs) I would say, I would say, I love you so much. And I just, I want to go to therapy with you so I can understand you. Uh, This is really fucking weird. Okay. Next question. Uh, Same thing. Horses galloping on all fours, whinnying, neighing, but it's your son. Extra therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Extra therapy. (laughs) Probably probably the same thing. Probably like... Just really needing some understanding. Uh, You have a little girl. Okay, that's actually a really interesting point because you said extra therapy for your son. But on a more serious note, uh, say your little girl is into magic. Okay. She likes doing sleight of hand, coin tricks, card productions. Is this your card? Like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Top hat, mini cape, Mm -hmm. magic wand. You're supportive, right? Yeah. You're into it. Let's do it. Let's let's watch tutorials on YouTube. Yeah. Let's you know. Let's get you a magic show together for your birthday. Yeah. Okay. 
little boy yeah. into magician stuff. What do you say? Hell yeah, let's go for okay, it. So there's, so, okay, so magician is in between yes. horses and trains. Yes, and this is only because of my own, what I think is weird. <laughs> like, okay. I, like, I think it's perfectly fair for like, uh, like a parent to look at their kid and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you doing that? Dude, stop. Yeah. Like, I, I think, I think that's totally okay. And for me, galloping on all fours and winning at the age of 16 is like, get a job. Do you got other friends <laughs> that do the same thing? Cause as long as you're in a community of supportive people, then I guess I love you still. <laughs> I guess I love you. No, I love them. I love them no matter what. But I just hope they're not like that. <laughs> <laughs> How weird would that be to deal with, though? Dude, it would be so weird. Yeah, I'm not. Igno- I'm not trying to like make you sound like you'd be a bad parent. Ugh. That's not what I'm trying to pin you if with. If my kid was doing that, I probably would be a bad parent. <laughs> That's probably why they're doing it because I'm a bad parent. <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason why they're galloping and neighing and doing like the kick, like the bat kick. Oh, man. Running around the playground. They'd probably be really strong from doing that, though. That would be true. There was a guy that did like too much distance in a bear crawl run. <laughs> too much distance. A marathon. a marathon. He bear crawled a marathon? What was his time? I need to look it up oh, now. I don't remember. I'm looking it up. Do you up. know what his name was? Uh, Russ. Oh, no. Here, let me find him on Instagram. Bear crawl marathon. He's a gym track athlete too. If that breaks it down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it's on a whoop.com. Oh, he's probably endorsed by Whoop. Oh yeah, he's definitely he has a Whoop T-shirt, a Whoop headband, a Whoop. Yeah, dude, he's all whooped out. Good for him. He knows his uh, HIV. Yeah. Uh, Devin, Le- yeah, Whoop member Devin Levesky. A 28-year-old New York City-based trainer and fitness expert began the marathon in Brooklyn on Friday, October 30th, and finished in Central Park on Saturday, October 31st. <gasps> it took him 20 hours and 48 minutes to complete the race? Well, oh, we- my God. That is so fast for a marathon. Yeah. Bear crawling. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. He trained for, like, eight months. Yeah. Like, straight, just bear crawling every day. Dude. And, like, you've got to have some serious grit and it was in 36 degree weather (laughs) (laughs) that's like for the international listeners that's like one degree centigrade like that is freezing cold that is so cold and on the cold pavement in new york city well yeah i mean yeah he has like he has like gloves on yeah so he has like his fingers are wrapped like a bunch it it looks like how you wrap your hands before you put like boxing gloves on Mm. Like, that's kind of what it looks like a little bit. But, yeah. So Damn, dude. So, if my kid was into galloping, they'd probably be really freaking strong. Yeah, this guy's a beast. I don't know if I'm going to get sued. I'll turn that down. There you go. Because <laughs> uh, that's kind of almost happened before. Uh-oh. Anyway. Yeah, did I tell you about that? No. All right, I'll tell you after. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you after we're done recording. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so... Dude, okay, so bear crawling is in between horses and train. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm trying to find something else. Between bear crawling and furry. Or no, between horses. Galloping. Galloping horses and furry. Because we're trying to bridge the gap between locomotives and furries. Yeah, okay, I'm just this finding a This is a, a hard line. bridge to gap. I know, it's definitely. How do you, yeah, how do you get there? 
I mean, uh, okay. It could so, be one of those things where you're just like, well, I took the wrong turn. I should just turn around and not even try and cross it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's definitely more like skill based. Like if it's a specific skill, then you're yeah. like, oh hell yeah, just go for it. Yeah. Whatever. But if you're like into something different, then it's kind of like, ah, oh, that's a little weird. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people on the planet. I bet you there's a, I, I know for a fact, there's a lot of weird, <laughs> weird things that happen in the world. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. And so if my kid is one of those weird people, then, you know, love you. Like you said, if there's a community and you're safe. Yeah. Cool. Yep. That's awesome. I don't, know why we, I don't know why we got on that topic. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about, like, parents wanting their kids to be specific things in Pinesdale. Yeah, and I never really got that from mom and dad. No, definitely not. I mean, there's definitely things that, like, whatever, yeah. they were like, whatever you choose, make sure you don't quit yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, Like, I remember. And try a lot of things. Like, I remember yeah. I did basketball, I did volleyball, cross-country, track, soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, that was yeah. basically everything else. I wasn't really into riding horses or really anything other than sports stuff. I yeah. Re- I really, I really enjoyed singing when I was a kid, but I had no hope there. Oh yeah. You definitely didn't. That sucked. Dude, when you were in your singing phase, <laughs> God, you were so bad. I loved it though. I felt so good every time I did. Yeah. But you suck. Between all of it. <laughs> Dude, for real, your voice is horrible. I, I agree. <laughs> I completely agree, but that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy belting out a good song okay i mean uh, but here's the difference though when you were a kid you thought you were good yeah and you weren't i had hope (laughs) (laughs) you shouldn't have had it from the (laughs) get-go i remember you yelling at me through the bedroom wall yeah i'm laying in my bed singing just singing probably hannah montana or all american rejects i was about to say the phase yeah it's it's move along by american rejects and you sang that every goddamn day yeah i still listen to it almost every day that's fine and that's okay i'm not saying it's a bad song but when you do it is (laughs) like when you sing it it's just not good yeah that's true (laughs) it's horrible it's your shower songs still bad I wanted you to drown. That, I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought that when yeah. I was a kid, like when you were singing in the shower, I was like, it's you know what? I I kind of want her to shut up to the so bad to the point where I want her to drown in the shower because it's almost not possible. But I wish that that anomaly will happen right now. That's okay. Grew during out the of that real fast. Yeah. <laughs> Do you it. still try to play the guitar? No, no, I don't. I, uh, I don't, I'm not musically inclined with anything. Well, I, I, I could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> I did play the piano for a little while when I was a kid. Uh, okay. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. And I then that. guitar lessons. Mm-hmm. I learned yellow submarine and then I forgot yellow submarine. Kind of, kind of a forgettable song to be honest. Really? Sorry, everybody from Britain that's listening or anybody who's under the age of 64. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm not really big on the Beatles. You're not? I really enjoy the Beatles. I'm not saying that they're bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they're the worst or I hate listening to them. It's just that I don't really get the hype. Yeah. It's not your sound. I just don't. I just don't get it. Well, we also weren't alive in that time of like, whoa, these people are creating something that sounds completely different than That's everything true. else. That's you know? true. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I and mean, nowadays we have like so many different genres of music. It's kind of stupid, actually. Yeah. Dude, do you ever get that thing where you're listening to a song? Because I get this all the time. Almost every single song that I listen to, actually. 
this might be a problem for me, but <laughs> I listen to any song that has lyrics in them. Mm-hmm. And I think how, like, I just start laughing because I think it's so funny. It doesn't mean that the song has to be funny, mm-hmm. but like, dude, do you ever, <laughs> do you ever listen to Josh Groban and imagine oh. him like in the studio, like belting out the stuff that he sings? And how hilarious of a situation that would be. Yeah, I I vowed, I think I seriously think it was fifth grade. And there was a specific person that really loved Josh Groban. And I <laughs> said, I will never listen to Josh Groban because of that person. <laughs> and I, I don't think I ever have. Who honestly. was it? We'll edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> she, she actually is a, a very big staple in my youth. In yeah, an, I would say so. In a negative manner. In a negative way, huh? Yeah. That's, I remember yeah. that. She was the first person to ever tell me that my clothes were too tight. Aww. And that was in like fifth grade. That's a weird thing to think about when you're that age. She told our teachers in, I think, fourth grade that I was out in recess down by those balance beams kissing boys. <sighs> yeah. And when your dad's a teacher and you come home and he goes... So were you kissing boys at recess? And I said, I swear on a stack of Bibles that I didn't kiss any boys at recess. And that's, that's a, a serious freaking dude, that's promise. That's so serious. That's like yeah. w- that's way more promisey than a than a pinky swear. Yeah. Well, it, well, we didn't call it a pinky swear when we were kids. We called it pinky promise. Yeah. Because if you call it a pinky swear, that's a sweary. Yeah. You don't want it to be sweary, dude. I was talking to Uncle. Mm-hmm. Dude, you'd love this. We found out the sweariest part of swear words. Me and him sat down. And I was just at his place mm-hmm. and we were talking about the sweariest swear words yeah, and fuck. how like, like, yeah, it was fuck, right? Yeah. So fuck is easily the sweariest swear word. There's a new documentary on Netflix about the history of swear oh, words. Oh, with Nicolas Cage? Yeah. We yeah. turned it on and we turned it off because of the Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't disparage my man Nick Cage like that. Oh, national Treasure National Treasure 2 was a national treasure. <laughs> uh. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no. It sounds pretty interesting, but whoops. Hard to watch. Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely think that he's like this weird, like if if he is anything other than like a really annoying actor, he's an absolute genius. It's either one or the other to me. And either I'm just missing it. You see what I'm saying? I'm missing it. I'm missing it. Anyway, but uh, we sat down because he was telling me about how saying frick is too sweary for pineys. So they say frick. Ugh. <laughs> Oh my God, I can't roll my eyes hard enough. (laughs) And so we're like, wait a second. If they're eliminating the part of it, that must mean that that's the sweariest part of any swear word. The k. So you can say, you can. Right? But if you go, you still swore, right? Mm -hmm. Because you completed the word. The k. It doesn't matter how quiet you say it. That's the sweariest part. It's, it's the last. It's the last syllable in any swear word because you can do shit. Yeah, shit. But even with t, I would say k is more sweary than t. Yeah, but it's just completing. It's it, yeah. You know, you're right. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, it. Mm. Unfortunately, I think that is something that kids did in Pinesdale. I remember. I remember doing that all the time. I said freaking a once. <laughs> <laughs> I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Who got you in trouble? I think his mom. Mom said that? Yeah, mom doesn't like F-words, though, so... She's coming around, though. Yeah. Maybe. We can only hope. Someday. Yeah. That's okay. She doesn't have to say the fuck word if she doesn't want to. That's okay. No, yeah, but we were... But, yeah, we were figuring out that, like, you can say fuh, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the k sound. So I asked, 
if it was possible to just walk around and start calling everybody unts. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I think you can. I think that's fine because I'm not swearing. Right? Like You, you dumb unt. You stupid unt. <laughs> and I was like, well, wait a second. Like, unt sounds a lot like ant. So I was like, oh, unt. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Then you're in the danger zone. Yeah, right? Yeah. I could. Yeah. I mean, I'm not calling you an unt. Nope. <laughs> but it's close enough, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember... Oh, God dang it. Do you remember when we were all in the car? I think it was this, the gold van, the Plymouth. Yeah. And I asked Mom... <clears throat> this. I think this was the start of her hearing problems. <laughs> I asked Mom from the back seat. Why does everybody have a better lawn oh, yeah. than us? And she this. thought I said, why does everybody have a better mom than us? Oh, dude, she screeched she, on the brakes so oh hard. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to just be, like, done for. I thought that, like, I was done in the family. Dude, I, I honestly thought, because we were down below Dutch Hill. Yeah. And I thought, I was like, the best thing that's going to happen to Haley right now. She has to walk home. Is that she's going to have to walk home. And that's, like, Three and a half miles. Yeah, uphill. Uphill. Up Dutch Hill. <laughs> yeah. Like, she screeched on the brakes to the point where, like, I stumbled out of my... I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, nobody, but, like, I, like, com- you know, crumpled into the no, back dad, of... No, Dad was driving. Dad was driving and slammed on the brakes because Mom had that look in her eye, like, I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, yeah, because we were not... Oh, thank you so much. Because um, we were not being good kids. No. <laughs> we were being like total. No, and yeah, immediate tears, and then obviously clarification and apologies. We did that at the same yes, time. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I remember that. <laughs> God. Why does everyone have a better lawn than us? What did you just say? We had a bumpy lawn. We did have a bumpy lawn. Our lawn definitely was not. I'm not saying it was bad because we definitely it was took huge. It was, we, had, we did have a pretty big lawn. It was huge. Pretty I'm, big compared lawn. to my lawn that I have now, it is freaking big. Dude, I, I, yeah, I have a little bit of a lawn. Yeah. Yeah, I think your lawn is smaller than mine, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Because you live in Montana, I live in Washington. It's like, yeah. yeah. Really small. But I would give anything to have that bumpy big lawn again. Honestly. That'd be dope. Yeah. And that house. It's in good hands now, though. Yeah. That's actually something that's kind of crazy too that we can chat about. The fact that mom and dad were able to not only buy their house or buy their property back from the AUB, but to sell it to somebody who's not a member of the AUB mm-hmm. and then have them move in. Yeah. That to me is so crazy. And I am so proud of them. I mean, mom and dad are pioneers. Yeah, they are, aren't they? They're they're the leaders of the Underground Railroad in Pinesdale. They are <laughs> holding secret meetings at their house. <laughs> they're moving in outsiders Dude. without authorization. They're De- consecrating holy ground with their sinful children <laughs> and their sinful life. Dad's they're a pioneers. sniper. Yeah, yeah, dad is going to assassinate. Lynn the, Thompson? Yeah. Dude. Yeah, because Haley Williams's dad is an assassin. <laughs> All okay. because I didn't go on a date with the stupid kid. Okay, so you're going to have to give a lot of context to everything you just barely <laughs> said because there's so many people out there that have no idea what's going on. Okay. 
So, well, which part? All of All it? All of it, yeah. So start with the first one. Mom and dad are the leader of the Underground Railroad. Okay, so people that are wanting to leave the AUB, but don't necessarily know how to break their bounds or their covenants with with the church or with their God or whatever, they don't necessarily know how to do that, but mom and dad did it first. Yeah. And so then they go to mom and dad and say, well, what do I do? How do yeah. I do this? Like, what are you guys doing? You guys are crazy. And they're like, well, we're not that crazy. This is why. And then other people probably realize that they were feeling the same way. Yeah. Leaders of the underground railroad. <laughs> <laughs> There's some clarification yes. there because like, Mom and dad, it's not to say that they were the first ones to take their garments no. off or anything like that. I don't know who did it first or whatever. And to be honest, it quite frankly doesn't matter. No. But like they were definitely, well, and because of mom and dad's reputation too, like they were leaders of the youth group. They, dad was doing the scout stuff. Mom was doing the scout stuff. Yeah. Dad was a teacher. Like, you know. Very the, prominent people in the community. Yeah. Like if you wanted to get shit done in Pinesdale, you called Jelly, jelly and Cake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, and so... Yeah, but so when they became known for leaving mm-hmm. and uh, taking off their garments, <clears throat> you know, all that shit, yeah. then people came to them for advice and like, hey, what do I do? Yep. And then, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, the next one where they were holding secret meetings, <laughs> I believe that was when, I don't know this for sure, um, but... I remember standing at the top of the stairs and looking down and seeing that there was a bunch of people that I didn't usually see at the house. It was like... Um, it wasn't the Westons trying to get the gym keys? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was just like, just a bunch of people that I was like, oh, these guys aren't usually here. Something's going on. You know, like I could feel something was weird. Yeah. Um, and I believe that was when the big split was starting. Like in 2014, 2015? Yes, I believe well, we were, so. Well, we were way out by that point, I right? was still in high school. Yeah. Yeah. But mom and dad still were the Switzerland. <laughs> and, the neutral party. Yeah, and they were able to kind of, because they were still had good relationships with people on both sides, were able to kind of, I think, bring them together and have conversations. Wow. House. Yeah, secret meetings. And then yeah, because I was, I I was in high school at that point. Or I was in college. I mean, you were in yep. high school. I was in college. Yep. Yeah, so I was not home. Yep. Dude. Yep. That's so wild. So yeah, they were uh, leaders of the Underground Railroad. They were uh, holding secret meetings. Um, they were... Uh, dad's a sniper. That Dad's an assassin. Okay, so while this whole split is happening, where... Um, Lynn Thompson touched his daughter and a few of his nieces yes. and some other people. Probably. And now he is leading half of the community because the other half said, screw that pedophile. Yeah. And he's the prophet, seer and revelator of the AUB. Exactly. So he's a dirt bag. Yeah. So as the split is, is happening, um, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? How dad's an assassin. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Now I remember. So we're, you, you remember? Yes. <laughs> oh, I remember. Um, <laughs> So there's this kid, he comes up for conference, which I know you've talked about conference on your podcast yeah, before. Yeah, conference. He comes up for conference and he's very interested in me. In you. And I was Cousin not, probably. Uh, I don't want to find out if he was. I don't know and I don't care to know. Um, but he was really interested. He wanted to go on a date and I was just like, not, I it, like by this point I'm well removed uh, to have nothing to do really with the community. Okay. at all anymore gotcha. so i just shot him down pretty hardcore and then i think it was like a year or two later that this whole thing comes out where there's this rumor flying around rocky ridge 
that Haley Williams's dad is going to assassinate <laughs> Lynn, Thompson. Lynn Thompson. And I was like, hey, they're like, Haley Williams, that person doesn't exist. Well, she does. But the reason that it was Haley Williams is because at the time I was living at Brady's house. So the same thing that you went through where you're running around Rocky Ridge in your American flag shorts and somebody rolls down their windows like, who's your dad? <laughs> they just assumed I was another one of Brady's kids. Well, Haley Williams does exist and she's the lead singer of Paramore. Well, she's fantastic. And she's great. Yeah. But, but I'm assuming that her dad also doesn't want to kill Lynn Thompson. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> In the business of misery. Boom. Uh, that's a great song. That's a really great song. Fantastic song. Anyway, so dad is not. So basically this guy that you turned down mm -hmm. started this rumor because he didn't like you. And I'm sure there was some other like concerns because obviously for there to be an assumption that there's an assassin around is that somebody got a wild <sighs> idea that yeah. there was a death threat of some kind. Yeah got through the telephone pole or whatever and the grapevine yes <laughs> it's through the telephone pole <laughs> okay what's like the telephone game is what i'm talking about yeah i know okay. what you're meaning but it's just funny that you said it like that oh. <laughs> good god okay so uh you this guy that you turned down started a rumor essentially with good timing mm -hmm. during the wake of Lynn Thompson and Split and the Great Apostasy of 2015. Yeah. That he was like, ah, I know a way of get to getting back at this chick that you know turned me down. And I don't know if it was her dad. Her dad is a sniper, ready and willing to kill the leader of our group. Okay, I don't think that it was directly to get back at me. I'm sure he's married and has several kids by now. But like a few wives. Yeah, that's but cool. I, Good for you, man. Yeah, my dad's. I hope they all play the tuba. No. Oh. There's a lot of cooler instruments in the tuba, but you can do some pretty cool things with a tuba. You can walk behind fat people. Yeah. Anyway, that's a horrible joke. Definitely a punch down, but we're keeping it in. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so what was the other thing that you said? It doesn't matter. I don't know. So yeah, mom and dad definitely, no, we we're talking about how mom and dad like are pioneers. Yeah, they, they, they just are. They're, they're moving out of Pinesdale. That's a big That's thing. That's a big thing. Because a lot of people that are still in the group or out of the group just haven't been able to leave their property or their housing or whatever because of their finances or whatever reason. Yeah. Mom and dad are doing it. They're out. That's so rad. I'm so excited for Dude, them. Dude, I'm so excited for them too, they man. They deserve it. They're, if there's any two people in the world that deserve to be in a place that they can call home and truly love yeah. and that is their own and they created it, it's those two people. No, oh, I agree. And I know that we're both biased because they're our parents, but yeah. like, yeah, dude. I think there's they, a lot of other people that would agree with us. I mean, yeah, like, well, and like we said earlier, like taking into consideration the reputation that they had. Mm -hmm. I mean, dad was being groomed for leadership. He said that on his episode, mm -hmm. like he was being groomed for leadership. And I'm not sitting here and assuming that they were agreed, grooming him to be the leader of Pinesdale. Dude, mm -hmm. I mean, it was bigger than that, I feel like. Yeah. With dad and <laughs> Uncle Brady, mm -hmm. like both of those men, they were like basically dad was the uncle Brady of Pinesdale and Brady was the dad of Rocky Ridge. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yes. So like those two men, I think were like both being groomed towards like profit level. Yeah. At least being on the council at least easy. Right. And so when dad decides to not marry that girl mm -hmm. <laughs> or those other girls, those other young women, yeah. um, and 
you know, deciding like, Hey, actually this is kind of BS. Um, and if you haven't listened to what my dad has to say about it, listen to episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, considering all of that stuff, their reputation and what they, what they meant to the AUB and what they meant to Pinesdale in particular, mm-hmm. now that they are the first ones to not only sell their house to someone outside have of the group, but have them move in and then leave Pinesdale. They're out of Pinesdale. They don't live in Pinesdale anymore. I love it. It's so dope. I love it. And their property is sick and it's awesome. It's great. I love it. Um, that's not the only time though. Like the whole dad being an assassin thing was not the first time I had been told that our family was consecrating holy ground. Oh, that was the other thing that you were saying. Yeah. Consecrating holy ground with their uh, apostate children. Yeah. So there's another time during conference because that's usually when all the shit happens in Pinesdale. I love it. That's what makes it so exciting. <laughs> yes. Uh, there was... It's like this storm that circles every year or twice a year, yeah. but mainly once a year though. I think I wore a dress that was like just a little too risque, you know, like collarbone, shoulders, you and showed, my knees. You like, showed your patellas and your scapulas, but, you whore. But but it's me, <laughs> but it's me. So there's probably an extra six inches above my patella, you know, like. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, like I, I like to push the limits with those kinds of things, especially when I was a kid. You loose woman. I know, <laughs> such a slut, God damn it. Um, uh. Yeah, and, and then I was told by some... I think it was another kid or something that his cousin was like, that's such a, I mean, the reason why I laugh so much is because it's such a ridiculous thing to like try and control that children were just like (laughs) kids that were just shitting on each other so hard. 12 year olds. Yeah. 12 year olds. God, those knees. Yeah. What a slut. (laughs) So unfortunate. Okay. Is there a part? Okay. This is another fitness question. Kind of. What's the ugliest body part? And you can't say butthole or scrotum. Mm. Can I say vaginas? No genitalia. Okay. Ooh. What's the ugliest body part? I don't like belly buttons, um, but that's a very specific thing. I, I would rather someone touch me in the genitals than touch me in the belly button. I would rather have a stranger honk my ass than touch me in the belly button. Mm, not me. Really? You would have like some greasy homeless lady just come up to you and be like, oh, what's that? And they just like poke you in the belly button? I, 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 yeah. As opposed to like grabbing your ass? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It's a little bit more sexual that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've had. What about stick their finger in your nose? Because that's kind of the same. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, they like really. (laughs) Okay, so both are horrible. Yes. Okay, but ugliest body part. Like the underarm area, <laughs> like between between the tricep, the the armpit, and then the lat, like that area to me. The armpit. And like, there's don't get me wrong, like there's some sexy armpits out there. Like no, there's just some good muscle structure and like symmetry. Okay, out there I that, can appreciate that. Makes that makes it makes sense. There's some uh, eye appealing things about that area of the body. But I just, I think that that like creasy area is probably the least appealing. What about the knee pit? No, knee pits don't bother me. Toes. Mm, feet don't bother me either. Ear holes. You're not training for your ear holes, you know? 
I'm not talking about really, how you, no, but I'm not talking oh, about training for I it. Like, what's gross? For, I thought you said for fitness. Well, I mean, because it's kind of fitness because you are working with bodies all okay. the time. That's the yeah, logic whole, that I was Yeah, ears are gross. Ears yeah. are gross. Mouths are freaking gross. Yeah, but you kiss though. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't have to look at it while I kiss it. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Or you look don't have, into you, it while you, I kiss it? Well, you don't have to look into anything while you kiss it because you can close your eyes. Exactly. If you kiss anything, you can close your eyes. Yeah, so from a distance, mouths are kind of gross. That is true. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Mainly just because, like, <laughs> I mean, mouths and buttholes have a lot of similarities. There's a lot true. of stuff that can come in and out of them. Yep. Crap in both. Yes. So. And there's tongues in both. Chica chica. <laughs> <laughs> horrible there's so many people that just barely heard that and they're just like and i'm done (laughs) (laughs) i'm not listening anymore oh god we just got a bidet dude what's what's it i'm i am so excited that the bidets are becoming more popular a because of covid and the toilet paper shortage which by the way dude there's no way that mormons didn't start the toilet paper shortage mormons start a lot of things dude they they start a lot of things okay uncle brady told me this story or this theory this is not my theory. I heard it secondhand. But essentially, from what I heard, and I'm probably butchering it, but there is this dude in the Cache Valley area, so like Logan I in think Utah, I've heard this. right? Who like, like Costco or something. Or like said in meeting one time, like, hey, like our bishop our bishop's storehouse is getting a little low on toilet paper. You might want to stock up because a lockdown's coming. And so there is a bunch of people all over the Logan uh, or the Cache Valley area in Logan buying up stuff. And it was probably just one lady that was like, oh, I'm all the way out. I'm head of the Relief Society. I'm I'm complete. Not even not even a part of the Relief Society, probably just some random member that was like, I am actually really low on toilet paper. And if this thing is, yeah, I want to get a few extra bags or a few extra cases. I imagine it being like somebody that has like binders full of coupons. Yeah. And so. Then they they stock up, basically have a cart full of toilet paper. Someone else in the store is like, oh, shit, I need toilet paper. And then it just spread from there. Butterfly effect. Yeah. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it's it for a from second. The, it's from the Mormons, dude. Yeah. This, God, whole, this whole pandemic and the, the whole COVID thing, I am so exhausted by it. We don't have to talk about COVID. Sweet. Um, but... Um, I was just acknowledging the fact that Mormons are to blame for a lot of the problems. <laughs> yes, they are. I agree. And if you're Mormon and if you didn't do that, then I like you. I'm actually really excited to see how my our bidet reduces the usage of toilet paper and well, the I mean, cost effectiveness of it, which I know it will oh yeah, like for sure. in the long run because I think it was, what, $130 or $160 for it. You guys got bidet. a tushy, right? Yep. Dude. Got a tushy. That's a shameless plug. They're not even paying me to talk about it right now. Well, they should be because you do it once. I'm not kidding you. You sit down and you use a bidet once and you're like, I am never going to wipe my own ass again. Dude. And what's so crazy is that people think it's like some sort of like homophobic or like homoerotic shit. No, it's not pleasurable whatsoever. No, but here's the deal. Like, think about it. I mean, no, I know we talked about this today. (laughs) We were talking about the bidet. (laughs) But if you get mud on your arm and it dries to some degree, I'm not saying it has to be completely dry or completely wet or whatever. No. Do you use a dry rag to wipe it off? No. Absolutely not. You get it wet first. Yep. Either you get the rag wet first or you get your skin wet first. Yep. But but even if you have a wet rag to wipe off the mud, it's still going to smear. Yeah. 
So you want the area to be wet. So go outside and hose her off. Yeah, hose her off. Yep. And so when you get the butt mud, you want <laughs> to so be able to... <laughs> when you have butt mud, you got to get it wet first and use the bidet. Dude, I used bidets all the time when I was in China and it was dope. I loved it. We, Every second. <laughs> I was like, I'm living in the future. This is Wakanda right now, dude. <laughs> we left to drive over here and we had to stop at a gas station and I went to use the restroom and was so bummed that I was Chica. like, oh, dang it. <laughs> it's like, I wish I was at home right now. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because you, you do. You just feel so much more sanitary. It's so, so much better. So much better. Yeah, because it just goes... Tss, 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 tss. Or how does it work for you guys? It's just steady stream. Steady stream? You can control it. There's, so there's two little dials. One is temperature control. The other one is like... Intensity. To wash the um, like the spigot or the spout. Like you can run it through water so it like cleans itself. Oh, and then the dude, other it cleans way, itself? Yeah, the other way you can control how hard the stream is. So okay. like you can go like full intensity... Where you can go not full intensity. You can angle it if you need it to be You higher. can change the temperature on it. Mm-hmm. So, you, I, dude, you got to go. I made the mistake, though. This is maybe a little bit too detailed. That's but fine. Whatever. We're going for it. I turned on the shower. I like scalding hot showers. So, I turned on the shower. Uh-oh. And then I sat down, and I turned it on to warm it up, thinking, like, oh, it still needs to warm up. It didn't need to warm up. It was really hot. <laughs> Did you scald your butthole? I don't think it was scalded, but it was a little uncomfortable for a second. Woke you up. Yep. <laughs> It was it was enough for me to like jump a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Your butthole winked. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, That's gross. Winky. All right. Thanks for staying with us for the last hour. We talked about some really. Ew. No. Um, so no, it, I would I would think that like w- the fact that we are not all using bidets. It's on the same level to me as like uh, public breastfeeding. Like, like why aren't why have why has this been restricted for so long, or why hasn't this been culturally accepted for so long? I think those two things are completely unrelated in the reasoning that they're not. Accepted. But it's on the same level as, as yes. ridiculous, though. Yeah, you like know what I mean. We like America's got a lot of issues. That's very obvious. Uh, duh. So <laughs> obviously, like. Plumbing came around, and then there's more hygiene, and now there's even more plumbing bidets, and now there's even more hygiene. So, I think America's just not quite caught up yet, like with Europe and like you said, China, where everybody uses bidets, and it's like a common, it's just like you get a new house, and there's just bidets there. Yeah, but like with the public breastfeeding thing, that's another, that's another issue, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's another. I agree it's completely. Another man issue. It's another. It's like watching. Like, it's like seeing a kneecap, dude. Yeah, and like I don't claim to be a feminist, even though I'm a woman. Like, it, sure, I, label I, whatever. Yeah, it's not my thing, but they're just boobs, dude. Okay. And yeah, they're hot. Sure. Boobs are hot. Yeah. But like, breastfeeding's probably not that hot. No, no, definitely not. Okay, yeah. so. Our uncle who just barely had a baby boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was over at their house last time I was home, and I went to see their baby. And he's really cute. Excuse me. Our aunt was like, "Is it going to be weird for you if I breastfeed right now? Like, I don't want to make things awkward." And I'm like, "Uh, no. That is literally the most natural thing that you can do as a person." Yeah. 
is breastfeeding and providing sustenance to your child. And you do you. If you want me to leave, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Absolutely, I'll leave. But I'm not like, yeah. I can I can bifurcate in my brain of like, I am not attracted to the boob part mm-hmm. of like sexually to the boob part of the whole breastfeeding process. It doesn't mean I won't look though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's not fair. like me like trying to like, oh yeah, boob. It's yeah. like, oh, that boob. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yep. Moving on. Yep. Easy peasy. I think like I have a big heart for babies and mamas, obviously. Yeah. Doing the birth fit stuff. Yeah. Like it, it's a, it's a really special, like, I don't know, place in my head and my heart for that kind of thing. And so for me to like see somebody breastfeeding and it's like, I immediately start thinking like, wow, that baby's getting like the best nutrients that it could possibly ever get. That mama is getting like, yeah. they're getting this like emotional connection to each other at that moment, which is yeah. fantastic. Her nipples are chafed. Poor thing. Yeah. But that baby's happy, you know? Yeah. That baby's happy. Yeah. And. I don't know. It's it's just such a like valuable thing. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. I think it's awesome. And the fact that we have been so far behind the ball with that, mm-hmm. I think is just so indicative of yeah. how we or how much further we have to go. Yeah. I am I am a little bit on the like the I'm still a little bit on the conservative side of like yeah, I think you should be able to like whip out a tit and feed your baby like wherever whenever like it's needed but i do think that there still needs to be a little bit of discretion involved um for your own protection oh so i don't i wouldn't think that that's a conservative thing okay i would say that that's like you taking the idea of like hey let's just think it through first because we as a society specifically males are not ready for this to be completely fine like and women other women like there's a like I feel like almost more so than men, women shame other women because there's, <laughs> you, you have one. <laughs> Dude, I'll say something in a minute, but yeah, you yeah. made me think of something, but yeah, yeah. go ahead. So like, like you have one woman that's like, nope, you just, you don't breastfeed or you do until the baby is weaned at this amount of months and then you can pump from there and then you wean the baby off and then it's uh, like formula and then you move on from there. You know, sure. Their general progression. Sure. And then there's other women that are like, no, you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. And there's extremes for everything, obviously. Sure, gotcha. But like, I think if you were to be breastfeeding in public, it's just protecting yourself because there's a lot of assholes out there that are not afraid to come up to you and just... Like berate like, you for it. Yeah. And Dude, you that's so not, shitty. You, yeah, it is. It's really shitty, but I, I don't think you should open yourself up to it. Yeah. Protect yourself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And mm-hmm. I, it, you're right. It is so shitty that we not only from the male side or the female side, it's just as a whole, we just kind of suck. But okay. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just so weird. But bidets, bidets are the same kind of thing. Like, dude, just because you have water scooting around your asshole, <laughs> it doesn't mean that you like penis in and around your mouth. Exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's not, it doesn't make you gay. No. It doesn't. And from, honestly, like, I've heard reviews of bidets from men who couldn't be more manly. hmm Right? Hell yeah. Okay? He told me, like, dude, if you want to wake up in the morning, if you want to get rid of you and kick your coffee habit, just get a bidet and never turn it on warm. There you go. The first time I used it, I forgot. Like, I didn't use the warming setting. Yeah. It was pretty cold. Yeah. 
You want to wake up in the morning. Yeah. Boom. You get your ride up. To, from Coming from a girl and like, I'm already married. My husband and I. Yeah. We're married. You know everything about each other. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It is very attractive to me to be with a clean man. And hygiene is good. It's so attractive. <laughs> it's Dude. so attractive. Like, it's so funny that there's people that are like, I'm never getting a bidet because that makes me gay and I'm not gay. It's like, dude, but at least you have a clean butthole, you creep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just human hygiene. It's normal. Yeah. You just got a clean butthole. That yeah. means things are good. Yeah, you brush your teeth. You brush your teeth. With water. <laughs> yeah. You're not like dicking into the sewer <laughs> and like soaking your toothbrush. Swirling your toothbrush around. It's like, all right, hole. let me see. Get this and... <laughs> Oh, what does Shrek brush his teeth with again? Oh, thank you. He like squeezes out like he kills like a, a small animal or something like that. It's like a grub. Yeah. yeah. He like squeezes his guts on it. Okay, so this is so funny. Okay, remember that scene in Mulan when Mushu just like like the whole toothpaste tube in his mouth? <laughs> on his tongue. Yeah. That's our freaking dad. Dad <laughs> loves fluoride. <laughs> He loves it. He's told me that in that way. I love fluoride. Like, he watched me one time. He put so much toothpaste on his toothbrush. I was like, why do you put that much? You are Mushu. Dude, dad does some things that, like, they baffle me. We got a cool dad. I agree. 100%. Like, I had the introduction in his episode. Like, he has his mouth open 90% of the time. How, How weird is it? that nine out of every 10 moments, his mouth is just open. It's not to say that he's like breathing heavy, just got, got done running a marathon or something like that. It's just that it's open. It's whether he's at the computer writing, whether he's watching Jeopardy, like his mouth's open. Sleeping, it's never closed when he's sleeping. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's just got like heavy jaw. Maybe. But I've, on it, dude, honestly... I'm going to ask you this is something very similar to this in a minute, but like I do things that dad does. Like I realize that I'm acting exactly like dad and it kind of freaks me out in a really kind of cool way. Like I don't get waked up like, Oh my God, I'm turning into my father because I don't have like, you know, any sort of like weird relationship with dad at all. I do the same thing with mom. I was going to say, do you ever do stuff like mom that is so mom? All the time. I mean, like today, <laughs> we're trying to decide where we want to eat. <laughs> and I say the Olive Garden. I say the Olive Garden. <laughs> it's only Olive Garden. Yeah, it doesn't have the on its logo. It, exactly. So, or... Or I don't say Olive Gardens like mom does with mom, the S's. Yeah, mom pluralizes everything. But like that, I definitely add a lot of extra words. Or like saying <laughs> going through the telephone pole, I feel like is a mom thing. Yeah. To say because she can't quite say exactly what she's thinking. It's okay though. Yeah. So there's definitely those things that I do that are. And like, what's great is mom. that we know mom so well that we know what she means, yeah. but we can't not call her out on how stupid it sounds. Yeah. There, there's <laughs> definitely situations where like I'll be cooking dinner or we'll be hanging out in the kitchen or something. And Tristan will be like, mm, okay, Kelly. And it's like, ah, you caught me. <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't been called out by Lydia yet. Oh. By doing dad stuff. And it's probably just because, like, you've had, like, a lot more interaction with mom than, than Lydia has with my dad. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely. I, and after, honestly, after listening to mom's podcast with you, mm-hmm. 
I was like, man. <laughs> I'm looking into the future. Uh-oh. Not, not uh-oh. I know. Like, it's just a joke. Mom's very... Mom's awesome. Yeah. And there's definitely a lot of things that I realized in my life right now that I'm like, man, if I just tried to be more like my mom, a lot of these problems would be solved. There you go. Yeah. I think about that all the time, too. Yeah. It's, it's like, just what like, would mom do? Yeah. What would mom do? What would dad do? Like, why can't I just figure it out? Like, for real, all the time. Like, I think about that all the time of, like... <laughs> Some things happening, and I'm like, okay. And then there's sometimes. What would dad do? Sometimes right, that I think this. about what mom would do, and I'm like, not that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Mom's going to listen back, and hi, mom. <laughs> She's going to listen back and be like, I didn't do that. Just call me. Yeah, that's fine. You can call both of us at the same time uh, and get angry with us. That's okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think about all that all the time of like, okay, what would dad do in the situation? What would mom do in the situation? And then I think like, okay, either like if it's stuff, if it's stuff to do, um, with like interacting with people, mm-hmm. I think I, I use both. Like what would dad do in this, in this situation? What would mom do in this situation? Mm-hmm. I use both of them. Cause they're both really good with working with people. If it's like stuff to do around the house, if it's like in the kitchen or bathroom, that's a mom decision. Mm-hmm. If it's like in my bedroom or something about the house in general, it's dad question. Or I, I think of what dad would do. I can honestly say I've called mom more. And I think it's just because we already are so similar mm-hmm. um, that yeah. I, I can communicate with her about these things. And not that I can't communicate with my dad about these things, but yeah, I just call mom. You know? Sure. Yeah. But when it comes to starting or not starting, but like kind of creating this business for yeah, training yeah. because she has so much experience now in her profession that she's doing yep. of like setting up phone calls with people, getting a logo taken care of. Um, she, she has a lot of those things that she manages sure. for herself. So it, she's a really good person to go to and talk to yeah. um, for all of those little bits of advice. And then also like in situations where I've had to like talk to my bosses about different things or um, my coworker or all of these different situations. Mom's actually been a really good resource for me, yeah, which is really right. cool. Yeah. And then also when I'm like emotional AF and I'm like, Mom, yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> help. I need help. Yeah. Yeah. Done that plenty of times. Yeah. What else you got on your list? Oh, we didn't touch a thing. Oh, nice. Uh, cool. I don't care. We got loads of time. Yeah.